Welcome to Feed Your Health, a weekly podcast with your host, Morgan Shepard, where we'll be taking a deep dive into the big dial movers of health, focusing on movement, nutrition, and stress management. You'll get tangible takeaways, tactical knowledge, and exclusive stories to inspire and empower you on your transformational health journey. Let's get thriving. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about building community and getting in alignment with your values. So I was actually talking to my therapist today about how I choose to live my life in alignment with certain values and that I prioritize these things because it makes me happy. And if I'm not feeling joyful in the things that I'm doing, then what is the point? Over the years, I've suffered a lot with various stages of depression and unhappiness and just sadness at certain things that I was unhappy with in my life. I found that if I prioritized things that made me joyful and I was able to add more of that into my life, then life felt better and I felt better and I was happier. Obviously, you know, just prioritizing those things isn't necessarily going to cure any kind of actual depression, but I think that we, a lot of us have lost sight of what it means to live in alignment with your values. In fact, most of us don't even know what values are or even know what our own values are. For me, I had to do a lot of deep work in thinking about that and figuring out what was most important to me. And I know I talk a lot about this, but when my father was diagnosed with ALS and went through that whole process, and then he eventually passed away, it was sort of a life-changing moment because it helped me realize the importance of life and how short it is and how, you know, when you get to the end, the only really things that matter are, did you make connections with other people where you love Did you provide value? Did you create an impact? Did you experience enough? How much money you made or how many hours you worked in a day is irrelevant. Absolutely, we need those things to keep a roof over our head and we need to make sure that we feed ourselves and our families and we provide. But ultimately, if you're working so hard that you're not able to enjoy life, then what is the point? And I spoke about this really briefly in my stories today, but I wanted to do a podcast on that because I think it is important for us to realign with what is important in life. And to me, that is building community and connection and finding a way to add value and create impact. Now, obviously, everybody's going to have their own values and the things that they believe are important. So whatever mine are, are not going to be yours. They may be, but they may also not be. In order for you to figure out your own values, you kind of have to look at your life and see what are the things that you are prioritizing? What do you do most? What do you put first? When I look at my day, most of the things that I prioritize are, you know, I do a lot of self-care work. I journal. I I put meditation first. I make sure that I prioritize working out and health-related goals. I really try and focus on my nutrition. Obviously, I'm a health coach, so those are all things that are sort of ingrained in my life. But it wasn't always like that. Like, I built that into my life. I decided that these are the things that I'm going to prioritize, and then I made it happen. And you may not necessarily be living in alignment with what you believe are your values. It took me a long time to figure that out. I worked several jobs where I was being overworked and I wasn't paid enough for the work that I was doing and I was just feeling drained all the time and I was working nights and I didn't get any sleep and I didn't have time for family or events or even doing anything that I wanted to do. Like I didn't have a social life because I was 
was literally always working. Now I'm always working, but I'm working for myself and I enjoy what I'm doing. So <laughs> if I'm spending eight hours a day or more working on my job, that's okay because that's what I value. I value the impact that I'm creating through what I'm doing. You know, obviously not everybody can up and leave a job, but if you look at your job as providing a resource, money to allow you to do the things that you want to do, then that could be a perspective shift that might help you see it in a new light as something that's actually supporting your goals and in alignment with the things that you want to do. And I think one of the biggest challenges that we go through is that society has sort of taught us that a 40-hour work week is the thing. It's important. It's what you should do. Or that you should work really hard and that's the only way to achieve success. Or that you should make a lot of money because that's what is valuable in life. But who is society? Who is it who dictated these things? All of this is made up. We built a world on jobs. We built a world on money. And while we may not want to live in that world, we still have to. So finding ways to shift your mindset around the jobs that you do do. Trying to find a job that is more in alignment with what you want. Like for example, if you are in the health industry and you're like a nurse or something like that, the hours are crazy and you don't get enough sleep and you don't have enough time with your family. But if the job is fulfilling enough that you're getting enough out of it and that you feel like what you're doing is valuable, then you might be able to feel like you're living in alignment. It may not be completely, but like I said over and over again, nothing is perfect. We can't seek perfection in these things, but we can get by with this is mostly in alignment with what I want. So I'm recording this before I go to EDC because I'm going to have to drop it on the Monday that I'm still in Vegas. In theory, when this comes out, I will have already gone to EDC and been in the fabulous community that is the Plur community. And I wanted to talk about building community and how that sort of has played into my choice to live in alignment with my values. For a large part of my life, I felt very alone. Like I didn't have people to connect with. I didn't have a sense of belonging and I wasn't sure where I fit in the world. And when I found triathlon, I found community and I was able to be, become a part of that community, which is amazing. But the only way that that happened was me taking that first step of getting into the sport, being brave enough to sign up for a race, and realizing that there were other people who were interested in this thing. And then I joined a club. And I want to say that joining a club is probably one of the biggest changes that has helped me find community. I found community through a running club that I was a part of for like a number of years. And we literally would have Wednesday dinners together and Saturday morning breakfasts together. And they were like a little family. The same goes for my triathlon community. I was a part of a group that I would ride with every weekend. We had swim workouts during the week. And then when I got into raving, I was also part of a raving community where we would meet at shows and we would meet at festivals. Basically, finding community came from me choosing to prioritize that choosing to prioritize going to these meetups or going to these groups, putting myself in the uncomfortable position of realizing that I knew no one at this event, but I was going to go anyways, and I was going to introduce myself, and I was going to make friends, and I was going to try and connect with people because we had something in common that we could bond over. And I think a lot of times people are afraid to do that because they feel like they don't quite fit in yet. You know, you might be suffering from some kind of imposter syndrome where you don't really feel like you're fully one of those people. But the saying is fake it till you make it. Just keep showing up, participate. People are going to find you interesting. It's not as hard as you think. And putting your 
yourself out there is the first step. I know a lot of people struggle with where to even look. Well, it's great that we have the internet. There's so many resources available to us. As much as I hate Facebook, Facebook is great for event planning. It is great for finding things to go do. And it's great for all these different types of groups that you could become a part of. There are also all kinds of other resources for you to find groups to join. Newspapers, local community gardens. I think of it as like intentional living. Choosing to prioritize the things that I know are going to result in making me happier. And well, we don't all have the same resources available to us and we don't all have the same privileges because the world is shit. Finding ways to be mindful in your little moments while also looking at the bigger picture. And by that I mean, I've been spending a lot of time recently focusing on being more mindful and present in individual moments so that I can enjoy the taste of my coffee or I can enjoy that little moment of time while I sit before I have something else that I have to do. Just being more present and in tune with my senses and the world around me. And by doing that, I put more value on those individual moments and those experiences and I can get more joy out of it. And so it's more intentional than just going through life and getting things done and checking things off your list. Always focusing on the outcome and the accomplishment and like what has to happen. Remembering to slow down and just enjoy the process. So I, I've been combining that with my desire to build community and my choices to connect with others and be intentional in my connections with others and, and trying to develop those relationships more than just surface level small talk. Which is so hard. I get it. We're all busy. Life gets in the way. We're all focusing on our own little things and we get so stressed about it all. Honestly, one of the biggest challenges as an adult is just finding time to connect with other people. Like, I have one friend who I saw the other day and I may not see her again until July. Like, it's, what, May? I mean, yeah, that's that's adulthood. By being intentional with the fact that I want to nurture this friendship, I want to create this bond and make sure that it is strong, so I'm going to be intentional and reach out and connect and try and show up for that. I think it's really interesting, especially in LA, we get a lot of flaky people. And not to bash LA, I fucking love living here, but there are a lot of people who just... They're flaky. They don't show up on time. They may not show up at all. They may bail on you. They might say, oh, you're too far away. And we sort of just accept it. We accept it because life is difficult. And as an adult, you are juggling so many things. Coming to terms with that is always interesting for a perfectionist like me, because I'm like, wait, you don't, you can't show up on time. You can't respond to me. Like what? But recognizing that we are all going through it. We are all having stress and we are all trying to balance everything. And what someone is prioritizing may not be visible to me. Like they may be prioritizing their health right now rather than their social connections. Or they may be prioritizing finding a new job rather than their social connection with me. So don't ever judge someone else's response to you. Like, yes, I say people are flaky, but like there's probably a reason. And you don't know the reason. 
So just be open-minded in that respect. That also includes letting go of judging other people and their choices and their values, but also realizing that people aren't judging you in the way that you think they are. For me, I know a lot of times I've had struggles with feeling like other people are judging me for the choices that I'm making and that I need to show up in a certain way because that's what's expected. But if you're living in alignment with your own values, it's not about other people. Like, Ultimately, it's about you showing up to be as cliche as it is, authentically as you are. So let go of that judgment, let go of that fear of judgment, and just try and be as fully you as possible, in whatever capacity that is. I haven't talked about it much, but I am a certified transformational nutrition coach. As such, transformational nutrition is composed of three pillars. So we have our physical nutrition, which is basically the science behind metabolism, nutrition, movement, etc. All of that. And then we have our mental nutrition, which is the psychology branch of mindset, why you think the way you think, and then how coaching plays into drawing that out of you so that you can figure out how to move forward to reach your goals. And then the last pillar is spirituality. And for me, that is community. Where do you fit within your society? Where do you fit within your town, within your people, within your family? And I know a lot of people are feeling isolated right now because of the way the world is right now. And so I think it's important to see that you can find belonging without actually having to be there in person. I've been so lucky to have met some wonderful people online recently and bond with them. And yes, we were able to meet in person, but like our relationship started virtually before it ever started in person. In the past year, I've met numerous people. I still haven't met in person, but we've developed these wonderful relationships. I'm actually going to have one of them on my podcast in a couple weeks. But being intentional about nurturing those connections and not being afraid of building a digital connection is also super important. You know, I know it feels scary and weird and awkward and not real, but there is so much value in seeking those things out. I talked about transformational nutrition just because one of the pillars is spirituality and building community. And I think that's super relevant for this podcast, but also because the way that we define nutrition, is not just about what you're eating. And putting in your body. It's about what's feeding you. How are you interacting with your world and your people and your community and how that's having an effect on your health. And when we talk about transformational nutrition, we're bringing in all these factors. So when I work with clients, I'm looking at your life as a whole and trying to find the optimal way of living for you. You know, we work together to create a protocol that you can go through and to figure out the best ways to feed your stomach, your body, your mind, your heart, your soul, if you believe in that. And all of those things work together to create this holistic plan, holistic view of optimal health. Like it's not a quick fix. There's little things that have to change in order for you to sort of move towards your goals. And we may not be successful right away. It's a long process because I'm not just giving you a nutrition plan. I'm not just giving you a workout plan. I'm looking at your life and trying to figure out how can we help you live more in a 
alignment with your values. And what is it that you value in the first place? Figuring that out and then moving forward from there so that we can adapt your habits and your lifestyles and behaviors to support that and making incremental changes along the way to get you closer and closer to your ultimate goal. Now, I know ideally the ultimate goal is weight loss and body transformations like that is, you know, that's what everybody wants these days. And I get that. But a lot of it comes down to setting up a life that supports that. It's not as simple as just changing your diet and your exercise routine. You have to incorporate the rest of your life. How are you showing up in your job? How are you showing up in your relationships? How is your sleep? All of these things play a role in it. And like, you may think that it is as simple as food and exercise. And it can be, but like, there's so many different layers. So like this past weekend, I got to race a Olympic distance triathlon and I haven't raced in, since October, but it was a really good reminder of the fact that I, I'm connected to so many people because when I got to the race, just the whole day, I ran into at least 20 different people that I knew. And it was so great to do a hometown race and have that access. And I think it brings up the idea that you can have so many different people in your life show up for different parts of it. And they don't all have to commit to being your best friend or the person that's always there for you. You know, you can have people who are like, I see you once every three months, once a year, once every two years, but you can still love that person. You can still be bonded with that person. This whole idea that you have to have specific best friends and that those people are going to be with you for life, it's not always like that. Like I've gone through multiple different groups of friends over the years. And while I still have some really good, strong friendships from my past, I also have people come in and out all the time. You can still get love and connection from short-term relationships or from relationships that aren't as bonded and fused together as society would have you believe is necessary. So seeing people at this race this weekend was amazing because it just reminded me that I am still part of this community of triathlon and that there are so many people who are passionate about the same thing that I'm passionate about and that just brings me so much joy. So get in line with your values and figure out what it is that you're passionate about and then go find people who are as passionate about that as you. Whatever it is, you do not have to have just one community to be a part of. You can be a part of several and they can each feed your soul in different levels and different ways. And finding that is so, I don't know, it's just changed my life. It has made me such a happier person to know that I can connect in different communities and be a part of all of them while still being me. So while my coaching is all done digitally, I do also want you to be intentional about trying to find a community. And I currently don't have a community for, you know, my coaching, but that's part of the dream. That's part of the goal. I want us all to come together and have this combined desire to be better and healthier and have an optimal life, you know, connect on that. I like to try and get all my clients to find what brings them joy, to seek out those intentional moments and those groups and those clubs and find those activities that bring you closer to other people. Because ultimately, I think that's why we're here. And I think that if you are living in isolation, you're missing out and you're probably not feeling like all your needs are being met. Because one of humanity's needs is, I mean, we're social creatures. Our desire to connect with others is inherent in 
in our being. And I think it's super important that we sort of make sure that we get that met. And being the shy child growing up, like, I get it. I'm an introvert. I hate talking to people. I mean, I love talking to people, but like, I, I am shy and nervous and uncomfortable. And like those new moments with others, there's, there's so much stress involved in that. But if you try and shift your mindset and look at it from, this is fun. This is exciting. What interesting thing can I learn from this new person? What interesting thing can I share with them? What about their life can I get excited about? You know, what are they doing that's super cool that I might learn from? Get curious. I mean, that's one thing that I've learned recently, that curiosity is really just a way of us connecting with our childhood selves. And that awe that children have, you lose it when you get older. You lose it as an adult. And finding a way to get that back and reconnect with it, finding those moments of joy is just, you know, it's life-changing. Sounds a little woo-woo. I get it. Ultimately, I think that building community should be one of the pillars that you prioritize in life. I always try and make it something that I focus on. Did I connect with someone this week? Did I call someone? Did I hang out with someone? Not to the point where I burn myself out though, because as an introvert and as someone whose energy gets super drained after social interactions, I have to make sure that I recognize that and that I make time for restoring my energy and that I recover from those situations. Like this race that just happened. I know I'm tired from it. I know it was draining. I know that, you know, I'm going into EDC. That's going to be exhausted. If you're listening to this, it's already happened and I'm probably super drained. I may be super sad because I've just spent four or five days with thousands of people and now suddenly I'm back home alone. But being aware that that sadness comes after large social interactions, that's been a game changer for me because I know why I'm sad. It's because I'm drained emotionally and I'm depleted physically. And those two things combined with, you know, being back in reality is an actual like thing. The aftermath, it's valid. Those feelings are valid. So if you're somebody who does get drained after social interactions, make sure that you take the extra time that you need to recover from that. Even Zoom calls, you know, at the beginning of this whole thing, when we all started doing Zoom, they were exhausting to me. And I would spend the rest of the day just wiped out from having had a Zoom call. It's going to take some time and like your body learns to adapt, but give yourself the grace to go through that first because social interactions can be a lot for some people and that's okay. There is nothing wrong with that, but they are also important. I just want to stress that building community is a founding pillar of what I believe in and what I value. And if you're a podcast listener, then you are a part of my community and I value you and I appreciate you. And if you're from IG or any of my other socials, you're a part of my community and I value you and I want to build this space for you to feel safe and for you to feel comfortable to be who you are. I was actually talking about this with a friend the other day about how uncomfortable it was for me to go to a gym for the first time recently. Not the first time, but like the first time in a long time. And that I just felt out of place because I didn't look like anybody else. I think that finding the communities where you can be authentically yourself and you can show up as you are is super important. You know, I'm quirky and I'm queer and I'm artistic and I'm a very unique person. So a lot of the times I don't feel like I fit in. I think it's imperative that we have spaces where we can feel safe and we can feel loved and connected. So one of my goals 
in the future is to work on building this community. And I would love to hear back from you guys if, if that sounds awesome to you. I have no idea where I'm going to take it or what's going to happen or any of that. But I'm brainstorming ideas, thinking about the future. Obviously, it's probably going to be something digital because I can connect with a wider audience online in the digital space. Anyways, yeah. That's, that's where my head's at. Thanks so much for listening. I'm going to wrap up today. As always, if you found value in anything that I've said, subscribe, give me a rating, go out and meet people, find your, find your tribe, because it's such a wonderful feeling when you realize what you've built. Okay, ciao.